Hello, everybody, and welcome to or welcome back. That's right. To Family Mission. That's right. We're glad you hit the play button. <laughs> whether you're listening, whether you're watching, we're just glad you're with us today. Yeah. It's always good to have a conversation around the word with the Lord, with each other. That's right. This is the good stuff. That's right. You know, we get into the Word. This is the eternal book. Amen. The eternal Word of God. It's been God's working for the last thousands thoughts. of years. We don't need an updated version. <laughs> Praise thank, God. Thank goodness we don't need an update. I mean, this thing is getting updated constantly. He's, but, he's picked up a phone for those of you guys oh, listening. if you're not watching, yeah. You can listen to this thing, but, this cellular device. But the Word. It don't Praise need changing. <laughs> and Jesus, the same yesterday, today, today, today and forever. forever. <laughs> Man, somebody must be hungry today because we're feeling like preaching here. We don't, we don't want to preach at you. We want to talk with you. This is conversation, right? <laughs> so thank you. You ever so- felt like you're being talked at? You yes. Know? <laughs> you ever feel like someone's just talking to you? Yeah, but we're talking with, with you. you. So That's right. Welcome to the conversation. Welcome to Family Mission. If this is your first time listening, we uh, we want to thank you so much. You can check the description of the show for information mm-hmm. about us, about the ministry. Um, you want to get in touch with us about talking about anything specifically. Mm-hmm. We're kind of in the vein of prayer. If you look at the title, That's right. we've been talking about prayer. Um, and you can go back on the feeds and check it out. This is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Podbean, Audible. All those different things are available. And it's available on YouTube. That's if right. you prefer to watch it on your television, uh, your device, however you stream, right. what you stream, uh, we want to make this available for you that way. So make sure to check that out, Spellman Ministries. You can find all the information on our website in the description. So feel free to check that out, however right. you're watching or listening. Thank you so much. If this blesses you, share it. Yeah, that'd be a blessing to us. It makes it get out there. That's right. We can help more people. Word of mouth. Encourage more people because... You know, I love what my wife always talks about when we talk about prayer. Um, Prayer is communication. And we both learned early on in our marriage, I learned it when I went to college, actually, that communication is 80% listening. Sometimes we think communication is just saying it right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Effective communication is I make my point right. Well, it's important to say things right. Tone is important. Body language is important. But also, communication is an exchange of thoughts. And so part of that requires, in fact, a huge part of it requires, are we listening? Because it's not just saying the right things to a person or to God, but it's listening it's good. to the person. And that's why even when we read the Word of God, that's part of your prayer life. When you're reading the Word and you're reading it with faith and you're listening yeah. to God, that's actually part of your prayer life because it's it's you're going to the Word to hear and to listen what God Damn. would be saying or highlighting to you. Mic drop. There you go. So let's get back into our, our conversation on prayer, Sam. Let's go to Mark 11 today, and we're going to talk. We A couple weeks back, we had mentioned about the prayer of faith. This is... This is when you're praying for something for you specifically, something God promises you, you're going to get into faith, you're going to receive from heaven, you're going to receive directly from him what you know his word says is his will for your life. It's your jurisdiction. It's a promise. We talked about it last week. It's your jurisdiction. So that's the prayer of faith. And it's, it's highlighted here in Mark 11, but there's something we're going to get into today. I think you'll be interested to uh, go there with us. So Mark 11, this is the context where Jesus said, 
have faith in God, verse 22. Yeah. And what had happened was the day before they had went into Jerusalem, and as they were journeying, Jesus got hungry. He went to a fig tree because it appeared that it was going to have some fruit. When they got there, it didn't have the fruit. Yikes. And so he spoke words loud enough for them to hear it. He said, no man eat fruit from you ever again. And then they went on. Just and moved I'm, on. I'm, I'm sure they all thought, well, that's interesting. He's talking to trees, you know. <laughs> I mean, think about it. I mean, they, they didn't question him, I'm sure. But the next day, yeah. Peter, thank God for Peter. Peter says, Master, the fig tree you cursed has withered away from the roots. <laughs> so now... Here we are. They must Verse, have talked about it where Peter was like, he cursed the tree, he, man. No. They talked he talked to the tree. <laughs> so can trees listen? Obviously so. It dried up from the, the roots. roots. <laughs> and so this is where the conversation comes into play mark 11 verse 20 in the morning they passed by the fig tree was dried up from the roots peter calling to remembrance said master behold the fig tree that you cursed is withered away jesus answered him and said have faith in god and isn't that what prayer is all about yeah it's because we have faith in god it's absolutely we right. pray because we have faith in god we're not talking into the air we actually believe god's Listening, And we spoke last week about even before Lazarus, Jesus, before he called on Lazarus, he said, Lord, I thank you that you hear me, or Father, mm-hmm. I thank you that you hear me always. Always. And so whenever we're communicating, we're not communicating with um, an idol. Mm-hmm. I think so often it's in the culture we live in and just in the world because of how much idolatry is just, I mean, it is Everywhere. everywhere. I mean, now it is, it's, it's just blatant idolatry in so many different ways. Because of that, having faith that God hears us, that's it's a thing that the Holy Spirit really authors. And when we're born again, there's a seed planted. Mm-hmm. And that seed of faith is planted, and we get to cultivate it. Amen. And we, you know, in our prayer life and reading the Word. This water, it waters that seed. Amen. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by By the the word. word. And so growing that seed so that whenever I can pray, I can can have faith in God. Um, It's important. And Jesus said, faith the size of a mustard seed. So it's not just about, well, I got to have like this huge, like, Mm -hmm. but pure faith. It's a, it's a matter of purity, not uh, quantity. Exactly. It's the purity of our faith. And Jesus' faith was so pure, and his prayer life was so powerful um, that the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. Correct. And even Mary, you referred back to Lazarus earlier. Yeah. Even Mary, when she came to him, she said, you know, Lazarus, whom you love, he's dead. But I know. She, she said it. Yeah. But I know whatever you ask of God, God will give it you. Yeah. So he, he had such a reputation <laughs> in <knew>. prayer, you know. <laughs> Whatever he had. <laughs> and so I think we should be pressing in to have a reputation with God, a reputation in prayer, so that people would would see that we have a walk with God that is Come so on. real, so alive, so fresh that the conversation actually affects our life. People would say, "Man, look at look at Mark. Mm-hmm. Look at Sam. Whatever he asks God." God gives God it to gives him. it to him, and that's possible. Amen. I want your guys' faith and hope to really hook onto that. I want that to hit your spirit. You're listening to this. You're watching this. Really focus on that, mm-hmm. because Jesus said, "These works and greater mm-hmm. shall you do." So if we're called as yep. the sons of God, which we are, you know, Romans eight talks about we are the sons of God that cry out, "Abba, Father." Mm-hmm. You know, if we're called to that level of sonship 
and dominion over the earth. The Bible calls us ambassadors. We are the body of Christ, joint members of him. So all of this scripture that points to who we really are, mm-hmm. that that's actually not only achievable, but that's a place that we as a believer can and probably should be living from that place. That's the light that we want the world to see. That's what's going to stand in the face of this darkness and this world that we're living in mm-hmm. that's so confused, convoluted, just messy. Yeah. That pure place of God hears them. Yeah. They, they, I don't even know if I believe in a God, but that person, yeah. if there is one, they know him. Well, and let me let me encourage because the Holy Spirit's highlighting something here for us today. L- let's look at John 17 because yeah. here's, here's some some confidence that we'll find knowing Jesus, not only is it possible, like Sam said, it's possible because Jesus actually prayed. Yeah. We've already been talking about he, God gives him everything, everything he, he asks. asks. Yeah. But let's look specifically at what, what he, he asked. Yeah, what did he ask? He literally prayed for you and I that our life would look just like his life. That he's literally praying in this prayer in John 17 that our prayer life would look like his prayer life. He's actually praying that. John 17 and verse 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's Now, he's in a room with his disciples, and, of course, he's praying, because it says in the whole chapter is a prayer. But we're just going to go down to verse uh, 20, where he includes all of us here today in the prayer. He says, I'm not just praying for these alone. That's those in the room. But for them also, which will believe on me through their word. So here we are. Yep. We're, we believe on Jesus because of, we got a Bible. This is their testimony. These gospel accounts, that's their word. So here we are. But this is what he prayed for everyone that would believe on him through their word. You want to read verse 21 and 22, 23? That they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so the world may believe that you have sent me. And the glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them and you in me, and that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and I loved them, even as you loved me. My goodness. So he's literally, he's taking how they viewed his life, how one he was. He said, I only do what I've seen with my father. I only say what I've heard with my father. What's that? That's his prayer life. Yeah. So he's literally taking that and said, okay, now you've watched me live as one Mm -hmm. with God. To where like in John 14, he said, what do you mean show us the father? If you've seen me, Thomas, you've seen me. You've seen the Father. Yeah. In other words, I and the Father are one. And he literally takes the life that he's lived, that they've witnessed, they've been amazed by, and they've they've given up everything to follow him. And now he's praying and saying, "Okay, what I have, I want you to have it." Yeah. How I've walked with the Father, I want you to walk with the Him. Yeah. In fact, two times he says, "This is going to be what's going to cause the world to believe." Yeah, that's what he said in that so, section. So our life of, of walking as one with God, which is our prayer life, it's that open, ongoing communication with God where not only we're saying things to Him, but we're listening. And our, our heart is open to hear right. the Father. And Paul said, I pray without ceasing. Yeah. What does that mean? What, does, what does that if look If the like? Father's always listening, there's always a communication. Mm-hmm. And that is not... 
Here's the beautiful thing of what Jesus did on the cross, because I just this just leapt in my spirit. That's not a scary thing. Yeah. It's the enemy is very nefarious to twist it. Well, God hears you always. That means every single cuss word that's come out of your mouth, he's heard it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. And he still sent his son to die for come you on. and to die for me. That doesn't negate Mm-hmm. But in fact, that shows even greater how much his love yeah. and his extending grace and compassion is for us. Mm-hmm. Because it's very easy to take that reality and allow it to be twisted and become an accusatory thing. The accuser of the brethren, the enemy of our soul, the mm-hmm. enemy who goes around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, he's throwing bait out there. Mm-hmm. He's in, in our prayer life. Is important that we allow that openness. See, this goes all the way back to the garden. See, what Jesus accomplishes, I want you doing what I'm doing. Jesus is called the last Adam, mm-hmm. right? What is, what is that term? Well, it's because in the first Adam, there was that open communication. There was that constant openness mm-hmm. before the Father. Adam was literally clothed by the Father. It wasn't yeah. until sin came in that he realized, I'm naked. Yeah, he was clothed in the glory. That's right. And Jesus said, the glory you gave me, me. Father... I'm giving them. And you talk about that glory. Moses, when he came down from the mountain, he shined with Mm -hmm. the glory because he had seen the Father and the Father had seen him. When we wrap up these conversations with the blessing, Mm -hmm. may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May make his face to shine shine upon upon you. you. Lift up his countenance upon you. That means come face to face with you and give you peace. That was the blessing in the old covenant. How much greater in this Mm -hmm. new covenant through Jesus and the restoration of the last Adam and what was lost in the beginning, that intimacy, that prayer life, that conversation with God that has now been restored through the blood of the cross through faith, by grace, through faith, we have been saved. We have been restored and beginning to work through the word. Yeah. And this becomes the transfiguration that we become like Christ, the working of the Holy Spirit and the word of God and Jesus Christ, which all three are one. Mm -hmm. Because the Father, the word, John says, the word came down. Mm -hmm. The word was with God. The word was God. So there's a oneness. Then the spirit of God, which rested upon Jesus and indwelled within him. He said, the same spirit I breathe into you, receive Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. All of these things fit together. They're one. God's, yes, divided in the sense of explanation. But in the working, the Father, the Mm -hmm. Son, and the Holy Spirit are One. one. And what did he pray in 17? So that I would be one. You and I would be one. Father, you are in me and I and you. There's this oneness. And how does that oneness happen? Yeah. Through our prayer life, yeah. through our communication, through the willingness and the faith to just be open mm-hmm. and just say, Lord, you see every everything with me. That's right. And you've chosen me before I was in my mother's womb. You know the plans before me. You bring all of those scriptures that we quote, mm-hmm. that you hear preached, and you allow that to land. And the reality of what this prayer life is there becomes tremendous what the prayer of a righteous man. Yeah. Tremendous power is made available. James five sixteen. You know, and, and back in Mark eleven, you know, let's just kind of wrap up some thoughts here today, Sam. Yeah. That you see in Mark eleven we said, Have faith in God. And then of course they saw the fig tree wither away. In other words, his words had an effect on that natural tree. And then he moves right into prayer. And talking about a mountain that they would speak to mm-hmm. and a prayer that they would pray. And so I want to make this distinction here yeah. first, Sam, is there's some things we need to pray about and there's some things we need to speak to. 
Yeah. And we got to make sure we divide that, and we don't be don't speak to things we should be praying about, and don't pray about things we should be speaking to. Yeah. And and so there's a distinction there. And so, but then what he went on to say after verse 23 and 24, well, let's, I don't want to rush through this. Ahead. We got yeah, just a couple of minutes. We here. got plenty of time. Y'all stay there and hook hang up with in, us. Hang with us here. <laughs> we'll wrap up soon. Before, So he said in verse 23, verily I say unto you that whoever would say to this mountain, because they were in the mountainous region of Moriah, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and then doesn't doubt in his heart, but he believes the things that he says will come to pass He'll have whatsoever he saith. So this he's 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 unpacking what he just said. Have faith in God. So he immediately says, We gotta pay attention to what we're saying. Yeah. We gotta watch how we're talking. Because what we believe is gonna come to pass from our words, we're gonna have it. And then he says, Therefore, he attaches it to prayer. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Mm -hmm. So he immediately, he explains what it means to have faith in God. And he, he, first of all, deals with the fact that your words are going to affect things. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. But then that carries into then how we pray. Because what is prayer? It's an exchange of words. Yeah. We're taking God's word he's given us. We're using words to return that conversation. And so we're receiving by faith. We're using words to do that. But I wanted to highlight this before we close today, Sam. Verse, Verse 25. 25. This is so good. <laughs> and when you stand praying. Stand pr- Okay, so I'm praying. Forgive. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> forgive if you have ought against any that your Father also which is in heaven would forgive you your trespasses. But if you forgive not, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. So whether we're speaking to a mountain, whether we're praying and receiving, yeah. we gotta we gotta guard our heart against offense, against bitterness, yes. against hurt. And so when we forgive we're honoring the gift we were giving by giving that to others. Yeah. When I forgive someone, Sam, I'm not saying what they did was no big deal. I'm not saying what they did is even something I approve or excuse. But when I forgive them, I'm actually releasing my heart mm-hmm. to stay in intimacy with God because yeah. he gave a gift to me and forgave me. Then who am I then to hold someone else accountable to be judged for what they've done wrong when he let me off the hook and forgave me of everything I've ever done, then I want to make sure that I offer that same forgiveness to them. And this is one of the things we wanted to highlight today because this is a hindrance in our prayer life. If our prayers aren't being answered, if something's not changing, we need to maybe be willing to have a conversation. Lord, am I holding odd against someone? Have I not released yeah. someone I need to release and forgave someone I need to forgive? Sometimes in families, sometimes in a marriage, spouses need to forgive each other. Sometimes in a family, children need to forgive their parents. Parents need to forgive their children. You know, family, siblings, you know, all kinds of dynamics. And then you got life, you got work, you got people. Every, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of opportunities for our heart to get jaded, to get hurt, uh, to be let down. We don't want that to hinder our prayer life. And that simple truth is so important. That simple truth is the thing that will it will carry 
throughout all of our life, mm-hmm. all of our days, because you'll always have someone to forgive. That's right. You'll always have a situation. You'll always have an, <laughs> something's going to go wrong. Yep. We live in a curse-filled world. That's Jesus right. said that the storm comes to the man who built his house on a rock and the man who built his house under the stand. So the storm is no respecter of person. That's right. It doesn't care who you are. Life doesn't care what's going on or how good or not good you are. But what does matter is how am I going to respond? That's it. How am I, as a follower of the way, Jesus Christ, who is the way, as a follower of him, how did he do this? He stood, and what did he do? And the odds of everything, yeah. he said, Father, forgive them. So if that's my example, and that's where my prayers are mm-hmm. going to come from, my communication, you look at Stephen, Acts chapter 7, he says, Father, don't hold this sin against their charge. That's right. You know, so there was even the disciples in the early church, there was this understanding of forgiveness that it wasn't, the jurisdiction was real. That's right. The authority to forgive is very, very real. And so us forgiving, I think of the scripture says, Jesus, he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. That's right. So the father, at the end of everything, it's going to be judged. The works in the earth are going to be judged with fire, Peter mm-hmm. says. It's going to be burned up, and that which is good is going to remain. So things are going to be judged. Things mm-hmm. are going to be dealt with. So no one's going to be getting away with nothing. That's right. You know, don't have to worry about someone sneaking by and, well, they, they never got what was coming. to every you, Whoever you think about, it's going to come out. The Lord hates unbalanced scales. That's right. He's, he's not just looking over things. However, forgiveness is it's a it's a taking the responsibility and ownership of punishment and giving it to the lord that's right when i forgive not again it's not that i just negate and just whatever don't forget la 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 but what i'm doing is i'm saying that situation right. is not my vengeance belongs to the to, lord to the lord and that's not mine uh I think it's one of the Psalms, David talks about, I don't concern things too high right. for my own, but like a weaned child, I trust. So there's there's this element of, I don't concern myself with the judgment of that. Mm-hmm. That's not my place. Jesus Christ is the judge of all the earth. Mm-hmm. He's judged me innocent by his blood, so I'm just going to leave that to how he That's treats right. it. And if the Holy Spirit would, through authority, through my jurisdiction... If I'm in relationship, I'm a parent, mm-hmm. I have authority, I'm maybe even in governmental authority, which the Bible says in Peter, he talks about all authority stems from heaven, stems from God. And he says, be subject to rulers and authorities. Peter talks about that. That's scriptural. If I'm in a place of authority, Jesus in the centurion said, mm-hmm. great is your faith. That's right. Talking about faith and praying. Mm-hmm. He said, great is your faith when the centurion said, I'm a man under authority and I'm a man over authority. I understand the, the importance of speaking. So all of this is connected. Not negating mm-hmm. the the judge justice side of any of this, but whenever I'm praying and I release that and I mm-hmm. forgive that, it allows the Lord to do the work, Amen. not me to do it. Amen. And that's where the grace is. That's where the power is. And that's where the Holy Spirit of God, the mm-hmm. same way He touched my heart, He now can touch their heart. Amen. And it makes that power available. And that's ultimately what we want because it's His will that none should perish, Amen. but all would come to the knowledge of the truth of the Son. So forgiveness is a big thing, and we've got to be willing just to consider today. We had that in our heart to share with you as we've been having these conversations about prayer. You know, it's no accident, accident that in John 20, when the very first thing Jesus said, when he breathed on them and said, receive Holy Spirit, he could have said anything, <laughs> but this is what he said. 
Whoever sins you retain, they are retained. Whoever sins you remit, they are remitted. So that's the first thing he dealt with when he said receive Holy Spirit. <laughs> so we need to be willing to consider this, especially where our prayer life is concerned. So these were just some things we wanted to share with you in a that's conversation right. today on the subject of prayer. We are woof, thankful woof. you are part of Family Mission, and we want your prayer life to be successful, and we want our prayer life to be <laughs> successful. And so, again, we're praying for you, and we appreciate right. you praying for us. That's right. So if you want more information about us, again, check out the description, website, all that good stuff is free and available. But mm-hmm. we also like to leave with the blessing. Why? That's right. Because the Lord loves us, and hey. He wants you blessed. Man. He wants us succeeding. So may the Lord bless, bless you. you. May, may He keep, keep you. you. May He may make us face to shine upon you and lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.